G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. Well, certainly some huge controversy this week in Sydney where a festival's been held as as what is called the Festival of Dangerous Ideas. And one of the speakers there was to defend so-called honour killings. Well, Bill Muhlenberg from Culture Watch back with us today. Hello, Bill. Welcome back to 2020. Many thanks. Bill, how do you feel about the idea of people standing up in a public festival and talking about what are called honour killings? Mm. Of course, there's been a huge reaction around the country. Uh, what are your feelings on this issue? Yeah, oh, well, it's uh, any uh, straight-thinking person would know this is just uh, absolutely bizarre, incredible. In fact, it shouldn't be happening. And, well, the good news, it isn't now, of course, because of an outcry, it has been cancelled. But, well, it's an incitement to violence. I mean, uh, if I said that I was going to hold a seminar at a big, uh, well, in this case, the Sydney Opera House and say I'm going to, tell you about why it's morally justifiable to kill every Muslim I see. Um, uh, guess what? This wouldn't go ahead. In fact, I'd probably be arrested for, uh, mm. you know, religious vilification in the whole the whole bit. So the, the very fact that they even contemplated allowing this to go ahead is just, it's, it's mind-boggling, to be honest. The interesting thing is, though, because there's been such great controversy over it, and they may well have cancelled that particular speaker, but it is all over the mainstream media and is getting all sorts of publicity. When we talk about honour killings that happen under Islam and under what we would understand Sharia law, uh, what sort of killings are we talking about? As I understand it, it's like the murder of women who've been deemed to have brought some shame or dishonour on their family. Well, that's certainly a very big part of it, Uh, just the idea that a Muslim husband can, for almost any reason, uh, take such action against his own wife has been a very appalling but sad reality of Islam for 1,400 years. Uh, And in fact, it can be even much worse. It's not just because they may have done something dishonorable. Uh, Quite often, you know, the woman may have been raped, you know, a victim of sexual assault. And even for that, that'll bring shame on the Muslim community, and they will kill a woman who's been raped. You know, instead of going after the guys who did it and bringing them to justice, the woman is the one who's guilty, and she's often put to death. So it's not just, of course women, but, well, anybody uh, leaving Islam, that's called apostasy, and the death death penalty is part of, uh, you know, what you face if you dare to opt out of Islam. So this is not a very peaceful religion, sadly, and here we had a guy actually going to defend honor killings at, uh, at least partly at our tax dollars' expense. Mind-boggling. 
Bill, how do we feel about freedom of speech mm. and this particular Islamist's wow. right to be able yep. to talk about those things yep. in Australian society? Because on one hand, we wanted to defend yep. and uphold freedom of speech, yep. but when this sort of thing comes along, yep. we're very quick to say we want to, we want to quell it. I've actually written several articles about this whole episode, and one has to do with that very thing. I've actually had Christians trying to defend the guy, saying, oh, but we have to let him speak, and, you know, freedom of speech, and we need to hear what he has to say. Uh, Well, as I said in my articles, well, first of all, we already know exactly what he wants to say. In fact, I've been following this guy for years. He's made some very public announcements about his views over the years so we know exactly he uh, belongs to a radical group so radical that it's banned in many european and middle eastern countries uh... he fully wants to implement sharia law set up a universal caliphate uh... and he wants to do everything by the book which in this case is the koran the hadith and so on so we know exactly where he stands so we don't have to think gee i wonder what he's going to talk about we already know And as I've said, when you have something like this, which is really incitement to violence or religious vilification, well, actually, um, we've already got laws against that kind of thing. You just can't do certain things. If I want to shout fire in a crowded theater, sorry, my right to free speech ends when I endanger other lives. So now that these views are out in the open, uh, how important is that uh, for us to take heart and take seriously the sorts of things that he was saying? Because I'm sure there'll be many who'll say that, oh, you can't be serious. It's just a bit of fun. He's just talking about ideas. This is not real, is it? (laughs) Yes, well, not all ideas are equal, and ideas have consequences. I mean, uh, Hitler's ideas were... Uh, evil. They were evil ideas. They resulted in the death of six million Jews, for starters. So some ideas are not in the public interest. Some ideas do not need to be given a hearing. And, uh, you know, this is madness. I mean, you'd think this was in Pakistan or Iran or something like that to actually defend honor killing. But we're talking about Australia, for heaven's sake, Sydney which in theory is based on, uh, you know, human dignity and respect for every person, freedom of religious thought and opinion, democratic rights, rule of law, and all that would be uh, swept aside by this guy who's trying to defend Islamic honor killing. So the very fact that it was even mooted or allowed in the first place, it's it's just mind-staggering that we can have, well, mind you, this uh, festival has been a hotbed of kind of dopey left-wing ideas for years now, so they think it's all very cute. We'll bring in our little Muslim buddy, and he can do his thing. I mean, imagine how many Christians have been there to give their side of the story. I'm not aware of very many, so it's a, you know, it's a very biased and uh, silly program to begin with, but to actually have this radical Muslim invited Uh, It's just really quite incredible. Let me take you back to something you said just a few minutes ago uh, when you were talking about a universal caliphate. Uh, Not everybody understands that terminology, but you were saying that Sydney and even indeed Australia are already part of what the Islamic world would see as the universal caliphate. Mm. Well, anybody who knows the basics of Islam knows that it is indeed a, a missionary faith. They want to see everybody 
bow the knee to Allah. I mean, Islam, the word means submission. So they want every single person on the planet to submit to Allah. And until that happens, we're in a state of war. In fact, they speak about two houses, the house of peace and the house of war. The house of peace is when those have submitted to Allah, and the house of war has to do with everyone else who is still in this place of being an infidel. So this uh, speaker has said quite clearly he wants to see the establishment of the caliphate, and he wants to see everyone under it. And, uh, you know, that is certainly a dangerous idea. In fact, it's an idea when you're talking about honor killing and all the rest. That's not an idea. We need to be... uh, hearing here in free and democratic Australia. Bill, for many Christians who don't have a very deep faith, in fact you could even argue that many Christians have a rather shallow faith, uh, there is a sense in which if you remain shallow, you'll roll over and let these things happen to us as a nation. How does a more mature Christian need to respond when these things are on our shores, in our media, and influencing our children and our communities? Yes, well, you're, you're quite right. Uh, the careless, compromised Christian, he doesn't really give a rip about this or pretty much anything. Uh, you know, you can ask if they're really Christians indeed. All they care about is themselves and living the good life and, you know, making things go along nicely. They don't have a concern about the greater good. In this case, uh, you know, the possibility of Islam taking over the West or Australia. So that is something every genuine Christian should be concerned about, both from a a question of truth. You know, we believe that Christianity is the truth and not the prophet's message, uh, Muhammad, but also the idea of creeping Sharia, the idea that all around the West we're losing freedoms, we're seeing our rights being taken away by creeping Sharia. That should uh, bother everybody, Christians included, and uh, well, that's certainly why I made a big stink about this issue when it broke and wrote several articles, staying up to, I think, two in the morning on one occasion, uh, to warn people, to alert people, and because of a large public outcry, as we said, uh, fortunately, uh, there was a turnaround and the show was canceled, but uh, eternal vigilance, as they say, is the price of freedom, and if we want to see a free and democratic Australia... We really have to get out of our little comfort zones, get our heads out of the sand and start being aware of the many threats to our very freedom. Well, Bill Muhlenberg, I'm going to point people to your blogs where you've written a little more in depth about this issue and you're writing other blog items as well that are following on from it. Uh, The place to go where you simply can Google Culture Watch or type in Bill Muhlenberg, and you'll come up with Bill's blog. Uh, Bill, it's always a pleasure getting your insights into these things, important issues that should not go uh, left untouched and unconsidered uh, by Christian believers around the nation, and certainly appreciate you being with us today on 2020. All right, many thanks again. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.